So we're joined again by Nicola Broomham. If you didn't hear her last episode, I recommend you go back and have a listen to find out what it is that candidates are looking for when recruit when they're looking for new jobs in the industry. So really interesting, lots of takeaways from that. Ian, you wrote down loads of notes, didn't you? I did, yeah. I got a page of notes on that one and uh, most of which I've implemented already. So it's been great. Super. Well, like I said, we're joined again by Nicola and I just wanted to delve a little bit deeper into your role as chair of women in residential property. So talk to us first about how you started that role. Okay, so um, women in residential property has been going for about five years. It was originally set up by Emma Vigas, who was uh, MD of NEO and recently moved over to Aon. Emma set this up uh, a long time ago because she felt at the time, obviously, there was there was a need for it. Um, as it currently stands, we have about 500, 550 members. Um, but when I say members, they're the active people that come to our lunches, our webinars, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, Emma decided back in the summer that she, her time at um, Women in Residential Properties was up. Um, and she'd done enough with that group or, or she'd taken it to where she felt she could do so. Um, and she put a post out to say, does anybody want to take over as chair? And uh, me being me, who'd just moved halfway across the country with three kids trying to get them into school and uh, everything else that I had going on, thought, yeah, why not? I'll put my hat in the ring and add, add to my list. Uh, so after quite a rigorous, actually, interview process, um, I got the role, which was really exciting, um, much to my husband's annoyance. <laughs> how he thought I was going to fit anything in I don't know but uh, I did and uh, my my aims for the group are uh, they're quite I don't know they're quite big actually I'm a little bit daunted by my own targets for where this group's going to go um, we what we want to do with women in residential property is I want to expand the group not just geographically but also in terms of breadth of um, members so it costs nothing to be a member of Women in Residential Property. All you need to do is sign up to the newsletter on the website, join the LinkedIn page and the Facebook group, and you'll get notified of all the events we do. But the first thing I've done is I've put in place regional representatives. So it was always very London, Bristol, Birmingham focused as a group. And um, as it currently stands, we now have reps in Ireland, Scotland, Wales, all the way down to the South Coast, across Yorkshire, Birmingham, Manchester, uh, Oxfordshire, Buckinghamshire, all, all over. So, and the most amazing thing is how many women in the art industry, people I've never spoken to, never had anything to do with before, have put their hand up and said, I want to be a rep, I want to be involved and I want to do this, um, which, is, which is wonderful. And all of them have got different ways in which they want to run their regions. Uh, we've got somebody who's doing uh, monthly hikes and wellbeing walks. We've got somebody who purposefully is going to be running their region, doing all the things that men typically do, but we're going to be have women doing it. So we're going to be playing golf. We're going to the dogs and horse racing um, and things like that. And then we've and then, of course, we've got lunches and uh, coffee shop meetups and bits and pieces like that. So the the breadth of the group in terms of geography is, is, is phenomenal now. And we, I'm really looking forward to seeing where that goes. Um, but also in terms of the sectors. So it's always been a group which has been targeting and has had members from estate agency and conveyancing and solicitor world. And 
really excitingly, we've now got ambassadors in built to rent, later living, finance, uh, investment, uh, new homes, um, can't remember, oh, uh, and uh, block management. Um, and we are growing that every single day with new ambassadors who are going to come in and talk about their sector, share news about what's happening in it, and attract more and more people into the group. So we kind of like the first first part of this job has been pretty busy. To be yeah, and, I was uh, going to say it's still fairly new to you, isn't it? It's only the last few months, is it, that you since you joined as chair? A month. A month. So to have achieved all that kind of growth within a month, I think congratulations to you. Thank you. Yeah, it's um, there's a lot to do and we've got lots of things planned. Um, but the, the what we want to do is we want to create and I need to actually speak to agents together about this. because We want to do some mentoring work. Um, we want to do charity work uh, in particular with homeless charities and getting people back into into working environments. Um, as you may know, and we talked about previously, I'm really passionate about attracting new people into our industry and that next level of talent and showing them that there's no glass ceiling. Um, so I want to, we, we're going to be going to talk to colleges and universities and things like that about the different career paths you can have in agency or in build to rent or later living or wherever you want to, law, whatever you want to do. Um, and we're doing that as a group as well. So there's there's lots of lots of things happening and it's, the idea is, is that we are stronger together by understanding about each other and about each yeah. other's sectors. We're there to share insights, collaborate, network, um, and and recognise that um, just because you work in agency doesn't mean that you can't have a career in, I don't know, block management or vice versa and um, it's about if we understand what each other does better and we have more knowledge about the whole sector then you know we're all that we're all going to grow from it. Nicola you said you used the word knowledge there and I completely agree because knowledge is power isn't it is there a is there a commonality or a common position within um, the residential property sectors of a common challenge that women are experiencing? Um, I think there are quite a few themes. Um, October is um, Menopause Awareness Month, um, yeah. and there's, you know to have a whole month dedicated to that is um, shows that it's it's an issue, um, yeah. especially because the women that 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 the menopause has an effect on tend to be the more senior women because it's taken that long for them to get to that point in their career. Yeah. Um, there are shocking statistics around women who leave our industry during menopause because they're not supported. That's one. Um, flexible working still continues to be an issue. Return to work parents who don't have that flex. Um, there, there are a lot of glass ceilings for women. Um, I heard, was talking to somebody the other day who is very, very senior in, in the company that she works in. And she's now started being left out of board meetings because they don't like what she has to say. So, um, and that the rest of the board are men. Um, and there are, it's, it's, she's had to fight to get to that point. And the points she's raising in those board meetings are no different to what, you know, Roger yeah. or Mike sat across the table will raise. It's just that they don't like the fact it comes from her. And so we still have that. Yeah, and that's, so the inference is that because she's a woman, and they don't like what they say, they they exclude her. Whereas if it were a man and they didn't like what they what he would say was saying, he would still be included. Is that 
yeah. and that's just not acceptable isn't it you just don't treat human beings like that it, gender no. gender is irrelevant you just don't don't treat another human being like that and therefore gender becomes completely relevant because it's happening um through prejudice which is just ridiculous completely um, it's hard I mean, ultimately, it would be great to be in a world where we didn't need to have women in, in residential property or women in the state agency. And I'm, I'm a, a father of two daughters because everybody treats each other with the same respect and dignity. But it is still an issue, isn't it? There's an unconscious yeah. bias out there. Yeah, yeah there is. Um, and part of what we, we want to do as a group is we want to try and um, empower the women that are coming through the ranks um, because... There are still more CEOs named Andrew than there are women CEOs full stop. Wow. Um, and that's just really shocking stat. I heard that last week. Um, and until that changes and those Andrews and whoever else is start to retire, the women are going to struggle to have a seat at the table. But when that seat comes up, we want the women that are there to be ready to take it um, and, and have everything that they need in order to do so. So uh, a lot of it is about bringing through the new generation. Um, and and a, a lot of my aims as well with the group are about collaboration. Like, you know, we can't do things on our own. I've got a meeting uh, with Verona from um, uh, Women in Estate Agency. Yeah. had a meeting last week with a lady called Tade, who is Women in Retirement Living. Um, and we want to, I want to try and get us all pulling in the same direction, which we all are, but doing it as a greater force because um if we if we can work together to do this yeah. then it's you know power in numbers isn't it i completely agree well, one of the things that um i would ask for is to help educate men um so and I, let's go back to the point of menopause so um, i'm a father of two daughters as i've said but i'm also the husband of a wife yeah. um, and whilst i personally physically don't go through the menopause I do, of course, emotionally, because my partner will go through it at some point, and I want to be a able to help her, but b have the knowledge to to help her in the first place. So I do yeah. think just one of the things that any women women in any sector group can really help is just overall awareness and those men like me that actually do want to be part of the cure and, and therefore not part of the problem help help me help them. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I actually had a meeting yesterday um, with, with a chap who has put his hand up to be a regional rep. And right. I, I said to him, I said, as much as I'd love you to be a regional rep, I would wonder if you would take on the role of um, our allyship sort of team. Because what I want to do is I want to create uh, male allies that support what we're trying to do and are actively, uh, actively learning. Uh, and, and being active listeners. You know, men are invited to any of the events that we host as well as yes. women, um, and we, we encourage them to come along. And we encourage them to come along because we want them to learn, that we want them to yes. listen to what we're talking about. And this chap, um, I'm, I'm hoping he's going to take up the role because he's, he's the most passionate man about this topic that I've ever spoken to. Um, and we want to do exactly that. We want to do that. We want to be yes. educating. Uh, the biggest challenge we have is that whether or not anybody wants to listen or whether the right people want to listen, listen, I should say. Well, myself and Simon Brown are advisors on the Women in the State Agency, you probably know. I will yep. do everything in my power to make sure that, that men in this industry do listen. Amazing. 
fantastic. I can't think of two better people to make that happen, Ian. Very, very kind. And you're doing a fabulous job. And, and I know that Verona is reaching out to you and, and very much looking forward to working uh, together on this. As you said, together we're, together we're stronger. Um, yeah. So let's move this forward and let's make a change. Yeah, sustainable change. Absolutely, it's, it, this is this, these movements are here for a reason. They've been here for a long time, and uh, and it's about time we we started to to make some ground on that. And I know that the Women in State Agency Conference last year did a fantastic job of that. So yeah. um, let's continue it. Superb. Well, I signed up to the newsletter last week and I got through your newsletter. I think it was this morning. I had a quick look at all of the events. So I'd encourage anyone to sign up. You just go on the website, don't you, for women in residential property, pop your details in and it um, will sign you up to the newsletter. And as you said, it has links to is it a LinkedIn group that you can join. LinkedIn group, Facebook group. They're all they're all quite. The, there's, don't get me wrong. There's a few things on the website we need to change. It's all a bit work in progress at the moment in early stages but the newsletter is accurate and yeah. the uh, the groups are there so um yeah the more we can get people involved the more people will get out of it fantastic well i look forward to seeing what you do in the next 11 months or however long you stay in your chair chairwoman's role for and yeah. good luck for all of that and thank you again for joining us for another episode thank you thank you so much thank you Nicola. absolutely awesome